Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. I am here with Emma. Jingle bells. Just kidding, it's me. <laughs> and today for episode seven, we are covering the holiday calendar. Yes. Now, you might not have heard of this film because it is a Netflix film. And of <laughs> course, Netflix it does not do super good on promoting their holiday films unless you are really paying attention to your Netflix like suggestions in November. Any other time of the year, you're not going to get any suggestions about holiday films. And as soon as Christmas has passed, guess what? You've missed your window. They're done advertising this shit to you. So Netflix has an incredible backlog of like self-produced Christmas movies. And Emma and I are working our way through them. We're trying to get as many of them done this year as we can so that you guys can go find them and enjoy them. Watch them with your family or not your family, depending on what they are. (laughs) But we stumbled upon this one. It came up in one of my suggestions after we watched uh, Love Hard. And I was like, that looks great. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. So the holiday calendar follows Abby Riley. She is a young 20-something struggling photographer. Uh, she works at a photography studio in town, like basically a J.C. Penney's portraits, um, and she hates it. She just wants to be a real photographer, like just like everybody in their twenties or thirties. They have a day job, but it's not what they actually want to do with their life, right? So she's struggling. You know, she has this job basically to pay the bills, but it sucks. She receives an advent calendar from her grandfather that belonged to her grandmother. It's an antique and it's super special, you know, family heirloom, whatever. And Abby's confused, like, why'd you give it to me? Why not my older sister? And grandpa, played by Ron Cephas Jones, he's amazing, um, was like, grandma wanted you to have this. Like, specifically, it's meant to go to you. I don't know why it just is yours. And she was like, okay, cool. She's really not impressed with it. She doesn't understand advent calendar. Cause again, she's 20 something. Um, and she's like, oh, well, I'll take it home anyway. She sets it down and she goes to sleep on the last day of November. And when she wakes up on December 1st, one of the doors has opened and she gets really confused. Like, okay, that's fucking weird. Sure. She looks inside and the very first figure is a pair of boots. And she is like, okay, that's weird. Cool. Meanwhile, Abby's friend, Josh, who has been away um, for a long time, like he's been traveling the world to focus on his photography. He has come back into town um, partially for the holidays and mostly to see Abby, but she doesn't really see this. She's just like, oh, you're back. Cool. And he's like, no, but I'm back for you. It's a lot of like, Josh, just like say it a little better. Cause she just was oblivious. Yeah. Anyways. So they start working together at this pop-up Santa like shop thing, but you know, the things where you go and get your picture with Santa or kids go get their picture with Santa 
Her photography studio hosts one of those in the center of town and they get super overwhelmed. So she calls in reinforcements. So Josh and their mutual friend, Fernando come and save the day. They work as elves and they take the December job and they all just work there. Um, At lunchtime, they leave to go on their break and Josh gives Abby a pair of boots that he bought in Italy for her. And, you know, she's just like, oh shit, boots. That's super cool. And what a weird fucking coincidence, right? (laughs) On the second, Abby gets a Christmas tree, a little tiny Christmas tree figurine out of her calendar. And she's like, okay, that's weird. She goes through almost the whole day and she's like, okay, nothing was weird with the Christmas tree. Maybe I was just thinking way too much about the boots. And on her drive home, a Christmas tree falls off of somebody else's car and she runs it over like weird accident in the middle of the street. And she has a meet cute basically with this guy named Ty Walker, who is the one who owned the tree. It's young Michael Kelso. (laughs) Yep. They share a little cute banter and they (laughs) flirt a bit. And he asks basically, you know, I'd like to see you again. She's like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then nothing comes of it. Right. December 3rd, Abby's calendar reveals a nutcracker. So Abby has been asked to go to this uh, Christmas play for her niece. And she goes, you know, her whole family goes to support her niece. And at this Christmas play, who should she find but Ty, the guy whose tree she ran over. And after some more banter, he introduces her to his daughter he is a single dad and his daughter was dressed as a nutcracker so abby is finally like holy shit this calendar is real as fuck like this is some magic shit right (laughs) so abby the next day ends up with um a candy cane out of her calendar yep and she's like well that's fucking weird i don't understand what a candy cane would be like while they're at work in santa's village or whatever taking pictures uh this little asshole kid runs away from santa and when the mom is chasing them she like knocks over one of the candy canes that's like huge candy canes that are lining this big square area and Abby pushes somebody else out of the way, like, so they don't get hurt because I don't know why she would do that. Who gives a shit, right? Like, yep. so she pushes this person out of the way. And in that instance, she sprains her hand, her wrist. Yep. And she sent to the little clinic down, the, like in the town. It's a small ass town. And who's the doctor? Fucking Ty. Like, dude is just everywhere. So he treats her wrist and he finally asks her out and she agrees to go on a date with him. She continues through the month going on different dates with Ty and Josh is struggling through this whole thing because he has had feelings for Abby for forever and he hasn't ever been able to really express them. And now she's ignoring him, doing all these things with Ty um, instead of hanging out with him, which is really sucking. So they make plans 
Josh and Abby and Fernando make plans to go see a Christmas story. They have a small theater in town that's hosting like a get dressed up and go watch Christmas story event. Because who doesn't want to do that? Right. Fucking fantastic. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'll be there. Great. Five o'clock. And then the next day when it's time for that, she's like, oh, or a week goes by or something like that. And she's like, oh, shit, I totally forgot about that. I have a date with Ty, but my date with Ty is at two o'clock. So I'll totally be able to be there by five. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. And Josh is like, "Okay, like you said, you'd be here. Okay." she goes on her date with Ty and Ty has taken her to a homeless shelter to pass out food, basically. And she is making food for people and taking pictures of them and talking to the different homeless people in the shelter and you know really just mingling and getting to know these people and two of these men kind of stop her and warn her basically that Ty is kind of jank and he brings has brought several women to the food bank to basically show off how good he is or whatever to give back for the season. These homeless dudes are like, yeah, he's not a good guy, girl. Like you're a great girl. He's not a great guy. You should uh, figure that out. So she gets confused and is like, oh damn, well maybe this isn't great. And then she looks at her watch and guess what? It's fucking time to go. So she runs back across town to get to a Christmas story And she ends up being late and it's sold out. So she cannot get in. So Josh is super upset and is like, what the fuck? You promised you would be there. Like, this is not okay. And while she's dealing with this upsetness, she asks Ty to come over and is like, hey, we need, you know, let's hang out or whatever. So Ty goes back to her house and they start kind of talking and he admits, you know, he doesn't know Abby very well. And she's, she starts explaining like this calendar and all of the crazy magical things that have happened. She's like, you know, on the first day it gave me boots and then I got boots and then the Christmas tree and I met you and then the candy cane and I sprained my wrist and blah, 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 blah. Right. All of these different things from the advent calendar. And Ty's like, bro, you're crazy. (laughs) This isn't fucking magic. Like you're, you're not straight up said, you know, it's a calendar, right? Yeah. Like, fuck you. Abby was like, um, bye. And breaks up with him. And this scene was just so fucking cringy because the whole time that Abby is like pouring her heart out about this calendar and the frustration she's feeling because of missing this event with her friends. Ty is just like continually scooting closer and closer to her. Like he's trying to make out with her and it is so fucking bad. Like don't be this guy. Don't be a Ty. No, if she's trying to talk to you and your only thing is how low can I wrap my hand around you? And then how quickly can I get my face in yours? Yeah. Like, no, no, yeah. be a respectful gentleman. Don't sit there and be a dick. Yeah, it's bad. Ugh. So the next day they go to work and 
Josh and Abby kind of uh, make up a little bit for her missing the evening, even though Josh is still really upset about it. They kind of make up and, you know, they're taking pictures of the kids meeting Santa. And then Abby's boss comes over and asks her to take some pictures of the local mayor who is doing a tree lighting ceremony nearby. I guess her photographer like backed out in a minute and couldn't be there. So Abby's like, hell yeah, let's fucking do it. So she goes and takes all these stunning photos, right? And she comes back and she hands the card to Josh to upload them. And then she goes back to go talk to the mayor about, you know, what to do and with the pictures and everything. And the mayor is like, yeah, just send the pictures here and send me some of your other work. I'd love to see what you can do and, you know, maybe work with you in the future. And Abby's like, hell yeah, this would be fucking great. Sweet. And Josh is trying to upload them to the computer and he gets distracted talking to some other family who comes up to ask about when Santa will be back. And he accidentally erases the photos. Completely oh. accident, right? Oh, oh my happens, God, everything hurt. Oh, yeah. When this happens, Abby's boss fires her because it looks bad on her and on him to the mayor. And she and Josh get into a huge argument and she says some things that she should never say. And they stop seeing each other. Josh leaves to visit his family in Florida. He like couldn't handle the fight so much so that he was just like, fine, bye. That night. Abby gets home and is just like, fuck this. She takes everything that Ty had given her, all the presents and everything. She shoves them in a box and she takes the advent calendar because she's fucking done with its magic too. And she shoves it in the box and she goes to throw it away and decides, uh, maybe I shouldn't throw this away. Like it was my grandma's. It's probably a bad idea. I'll just put it in my trunk. Right. So she puts it in the trunk of her car and is like, set it and forget it. Okay. I'm just, that's always a good sign. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. I'll, you know, when I've cooled down, maybe I'll come back to it and I'll deal with it then. So Abby has a gig coming up the next night or two nights later where she is going to provide pictures for a like silent auction for her niece's school. Her sister has been like preparing this silent auction for days and she asked Abby to get, you know, some, some really good pictures and snapshots and have them blown up to sell for the auction. So she was like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Um, And when she gets to the school for this event, she's like, oh yeah, uh, the stuff's in my trunk here. And she hands her keys to some assistant and the assistant goes and gets the stuff out of the trunk. And guess what? Her pictures are super fucking popular because guess she's a goddamn artist. Okay. She's a great photographer. Her parents finally realize how talented of a photographer she is because, you know, they've basically just been dealing with her starving artist life and we're just like, eh, you suck. So whatever. <laughs> and sure. the mayor who was also at the auction won the bid for her photo session. Unfortunately, the person who went and got the pictures out of her trunk also took the advent calendar and it was sold at the auction. So Abby goes to bed just heartbroken because she did not mean for that to happen. 
it ends up going to some anonymous bidder. So she can't even track it down. So she's just like distraught as fuck. She tells her grandpa, like this accident happened and it's gone and I can't get it back. And he's just like, it'll be okay. Everything will be fine. You know, and he tries to calm her down. The very next day, she wakes up and there's a gift outside of her doorstep and she opens it up and her calendar is right there. And inside she finds a note asking her to meet at uh, like 830 or something on Christmas Day at a specific address. It doesn't have that a name on it. Yeah. it. doesn't have a name on it. it. Just says meet at 830 at this address Christmas Day. And she's like, uh, okay, cool. She shows up to this spot and it ends up being the studio space in town that she was hoping to open. She was trying to save up enough money to rent this studio, but it ends up getting rented out basically before she can get a chance to. Very uh, Princess and the Frog, like Tiana trying to open up her restaurant type thing. And when she gets there, she's like, what the fuck? Why am I here? And Josh shows up and surprises her. And he tells her that he bought the studio so that they could have the studio together and do photography together. He basically finally admits that he loves her and she confesses her feelings for him too. She goes through basically a play-by-play in her head of all the different events in the advent calendar and how they have been leading her to Josh. Um, yep. And it's fucking adorable, right? And she figures out basically that he's always been the guy for her. Yeah. And Josh asks her what she got in the calendar that day. Because Josh knows that this calendar has been like predicting the future. And has been totally cool about it because he's not a fucking tie. Fuck that guy. Yep. <laughs> and she says the last thing in the calendar was a snowflake. And right at that moment, like a snowflake lands on her cheek and he wipes it away. And it's like the cutest fucking moment. And then they kiss and it's like, yes, fucking finally. I've been, we've been waiting for this. Then they go inside the studio and Josh is kind of showing her around the, the area. And Abby gives Josh his Christmas present, a restored old camera that they used to play with when they were younger that she got restored throughout the movie. It's like, she's been planning to give it to him as a present anyways, but it just ended up being super sweet, more sweet this time. Josh goes to take a picture of Abby and says, Hey, say cheese. And Abby's like, um, I love you. And then it's like, I love you too. They kiss. It's adorable. The movie fast forwards a year later. And they are now in their fully finished calendar gallery. Yes. Fully finished studio. And they are hosting basically a big Christmas party. Her whole family's there. The mayor's there. All sorts of fucking people are there. And everybody loves the studio, loves the photos. And they're an adorable couple. And it works out. And that's the end of this movie. Dun, 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 dun. So cute. I'm sad. Now can we have a magic calendar, a holiday calendar wedding? Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for that. I'm sure it'll come. (laughs) I'm going to need another one. Yeah, I don't need, what is it? The the princess switch? The princess switch too? No, I did not need need three of those. Nope, I don't need three of those. I need a second one 
I also don't need of the holiday calendar. I don't need three of the Christmas prints. Oh yeah. The Christmas prints, the Christmas prints royal wedding, and the Christmas prince Royal Baby. Royal Baby, yeah. <laughs> Those popped up in my thing and I was like, no, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. On your suggested to watch or like this movies, I was like, mm -hmm. no, no, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all about the cheese, but that's too much camembert for me to bear. Yeah, I can't. Thank you. Emma, who was your favorite character in the holiday calendar? Gramps. Ron Cephas Jones. That guy. He is Jasmine Cephas Jones's dad. That's Ann Peggy. Yep. He is and fucking Mariah Reynolds' dad. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love him so much. I don't know if you watch This Is Us, but he's in This Is Us, and he's just chef's kiss. Yep, I just started This Is Us. Oh, girl, you're oh. in for a lot of heartbreak. I know. I cry every episode, so I you're going to be just devastated. I know. I'm not prepared, but it's okay. Um, no, Gramps was just great. He was so straightforward, and he was always there for her. Like, it didn't matter what everybody else was saying to Abby or anything. Gramps was like, oh, baby, you got this. You can do it. It's fine. Like, you do you. You're so happy when you're taking pictures. Like, do it. And it was just, he was so sweet to her. And when the way his face got when he talked about his wife and how they met and the things that they did, it was so genuine and pure and beautiful like it didn't matter that he had like six appearances in the whole movie it was just oh ron cephas jones could make the phone book appealing yeah he is incredible his emotional range is so fucking good mm -hmm. i love that dude yeah he's really something yeah yeah. Uh, my favorite character in this movie was Fernando. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was amazing. I am the leg lamp. This was my idea. I am the leg lamp. Yep. I am the leg lamp. You cannot take the leg lamp from me. That is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fernando. He was so, I don't even know, sassy, enthusiastic. He was just like the chillest friend. And oh, yeah. he, he was aware of Josh's like love for Abby and was just trying to help Josh like deal with Abby being clueless as fuck. Yeah. But he was so fucking funny. Every time he was on the screen, he was just like hamming it up being ridiculous. And I loved it. He rem okay. The scene where Abby calls to figure out where Josh is. Yeah. Like she's trying to find him and he's like, his backpack's not here. He's in Florida. Okay. Bye. Like, yeah. The first thing that popped into my head was that is 100% how a phone call with Katie would go. If I was looking for Micah and she's like, yeah, he ain't here. Good luck. Bye. Like, <laughs> I've been like, thank you, Katie. Okay. <laughs> but no, it just, that made me giggle so hard. <laughs> yeah, he is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Okay, who was your least favorite character? Dr. Ty. Yep. Yep. He, 
I mean, I had a runner up, but oh, he was just, he was such a mess. He was one of those, I'm good looking and I know it. And I really don't need to act like I respect anything outside of myself or even that I respect myself. Like he was such garbage. Like I hope he was a good dad. Yeah. No, that guy was a douche. Ty was a super douche. And I'm mad because most of the time in movies, the douchebag like is very clearly a douchebag from the start. No, he was very sleazy. He, he but he was not like douchey until like halfway through. Like he didn't really make it known that he was douchey until the homeless folks were like, yeah, you're not the first girl he's brought here. (laughs) When he came out and he was like, uh, you were doing something a little more important than a movie. Don't you think they'll understand that? And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah that whole scene in the shelter was just like, bro. Yeah. You are a dick. Yup. Yeah. So fuck that guy. No. He was what about you? least favorite. Did yeah. you have a second? You had a second? Lead? I did. Which is? Uh, Abby's boss. Act one, Abby's boss. Oh, Mr. Singh? That guy sucked. He, he was a piece of work. And it didn't really turn around until his wife was so bad at taking pictures. He's like, please come back. And even then I was like, that's not even a turnaround. You didn't even say sorry. You were just like, okay, take pictures. Thank you. Yeah, there was a there was a cool minute there where I liked him, um, where he was trying to get Abby recognized by the mayor and Mm -hmm. he was like trying to help Abby out. But then that turned around immediately as soon as like the accident with the fucking pictures happened. I was like, yeah. okay, bro, you're a dick. Like, get over yourself. He's yeah. the most. All right. Um, it's Netflix. So of course there's no uh financial information anywhere. So we're As gonna move straight on to seven word synopsis. They spent money and they spent it well, folks. Yep. Good job, Netflix. It was a cute movie. All right, For I'll what? go first because I'm sure you have more than me. um my first one is abby is clueless about her bff's love yep yep and then actual synopsis magic advent calendar fixes abby's meh life yep she did a complete 180 like complete turnaround good for you (laughs) yep all right emma lay them on me okay Netflix stepped up their inclusion game beautifully. Mm-hmm. I say that because we have already reviewed, what is this, the third Netflix film? I think so. Yes. Second or third. I can't yeah. remember. Third. But holiday Rush, Love yeah. Heart, now the holiday calendar. They are doing beautifully. Yep. End of story. Yeah, they're making uh, up for uh, 80 years of nothing but white people Christmas. Yeah, yeah. World ain't just white folks, folks. So yeah, Netflix is working on it. Okay, they're yeah. trying. They sure are. They're doing that's, their best. They've that's got their money well spent. They're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Netflix advertising Netflix was hilariously too meta. Yeah. When she was sitting there on her couch and she turned on her TV and it came up with the advertising screen of Netflix. And I was like, oh my. It's not the first movie we've watched that has done that, though. I feel nope. like they also did that in Love Hard, maybe for a second. They were like watching Netflix and ne- the Netflix screen popped yep. up. And in yep. another couple of movies that I've watched, 
I can't think yeah. of what they are at this moment, but I know that I've watched like oh yeah a few other movies or especially their TV shows where yeah. like set in modern day where people are fucking watching Netflix. Right. It happens. It happens in the kissing booth. I think. Yes. One of the kissing, like probably kissing booth three, because uh-huh. they were like hella meta in that one. Yeah, because she like opens it up and then it's all the little profile pictures and it's all her, Noah, and whatever, and it triggers some big like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Friends turned lovers stories are my favorite. Yeah. My favorite sub genre of a sub genre would be that one. Um, genres of rom-coms. Yeah. Uh, quote was be fearless enough to chase your dreams. And that was just cheesy enough that that hit like really deep. For yeah. Me. That was, that was weird. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to put that up in my house somewhere. Fuck. Yeah. And then my two alliteratives, actual synopsis, friends fight feelings, fail, friends fall fiercely. True. And then magical mechanics make merry memories more meaningful. Nice. Yes. Those were great. Good job. Man, I am hyped. This was a really good movie. And the it last was so good. <laughs> seriously, Love Hard was really good. And the holiday rush was really good. Like, we've got a stack of Netflix films on oh, these yeah. best people. I am hyped for these movies. Like yeah. they're really good so far. I can't wait to get to more of them. So yes. do you have anything else to say about the holiday calendar? Give it a chance. I mean, I know we all kind of make fun of and giggle at the rom-com thing and how rom-coms might be overdone or outdone or whatever, but they just, when they're done correctly, and done well you can't even tell that they're a rom-com it just feels good Mm -hmm. so it's incredibly cheesy you can probably guess most of the plot from the beginning but it is so good it is so good and for nothing else watch it for ron cephas jones yep i mean give gramps a chance man absolutely he's fantastic uh yeah to ditto what emma said this movie's fucking great you should go watch it Mm-hmm. It's definitely an add to the list of things you should be watching every year. It's yep. super cute. Like, I know not everyone can handle tons and tons of rom-coms, but, you know, pick out a couple. This is one of the ones that deserves to go on and, like, live for years and years. Unlike Love Actually, which is just a story about yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you, this is why they pay us the minimal dollars is for us to tell you this absolute truth. Yes, the negative dollar dues, guys. The, the negative dollar dues. The free 99s that we do for you here. Yep. <laughs> All right. This so you have 99% off store of holiday recommendations. <laughs> yes, holiday recommendations are us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any other movie recommendations for us or you have questions or comments about the holiday calendar or any of the movies that we've watched so far you can hit us up on twitter at allentown pod you can email us at allentown presents at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook at allentown presents and yeah we'll just chat you back like we don't got shit to do so let us know <laughs> we're just momming and working y'all we would love to hear from you so. yeah no we do actually have a lot of other things to do but we'll respond if you let us know exactly <laughs> If you talk to us, we will talk back, I promise. (laughs) 
All right. So with that being said, we will see you guys again tomorrow for another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. Bye. Whoa, 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 whoa. Toots.